0: and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets turns.
1: Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you
0: Tina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. My grandma and your grandma were
1: sitting by the fire. My grandma told your grandma I'm
2: gonna sit your flag on fire. Talking about henna, henna, henna. I and one day. Jagamofino, fino Anane.
0: Ding Ding, dong, dong, Las Cotaristas Cotarista's calling.
1: It's been a little bit of a hiatus yet again. We've returned.
0: Well, I've returned more specifically. More... Yes. More... um, I would say more significantly, I have returned. I know we both went on vacations the last time we spoke. I'm not going to dispute that yours was the more significant vacation. Bowen was just in China, which is a country in Asia. Which is a country in Asia. It is literally on the other uh, other side of the world. It's a perfect 12-hour time difference. I cannot stress enough that you cannot... Uh, You cannot have more of a time difference than 12 hours. You can't
1: have more of a time difference than that, honey. And, you know, I was in Orlando where the time difference is the same, but the difference, you have a
0: lot more fun there than you do here. So I will oh, say that. Oh yes, I was. I, I for a second I thought you were going to say that you have a lot more fun there than you do in China, which probably is still true. Well,
1: probably I would say the primary difference between um, Orlando and New York City, which is where we live and mm-hmm. where we are recording this from, yeah. is that you have more fun in Orlando, and there's like more sunlight for a larger portion of time of the day. That's accurate. Yeah, I would say those two things, Orlando being a little bit closer to the equator um, than New York City happens to be. However, they do share a hemisphere, which we can't say about China, which again isn't uh, Asian country.
0: This is all true. Yeah, this is all true. We, we do share a northern hemisphere with China.
1: Absolutely. Never said that. I just want to say that I never said we didn't share Toilet's a northern hemisphere. On the
0: same direction. Yeah. Same
1: absolutely. Direction. Never said that. Never claimed that we weren't in the same hemisphere. You just the
0: play the tape. Roll the tape. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's play.
1: <laughs> let's literally play back the tape.
0: We don't have the tape, guys. <laughs> we have such a special guest. We're special- already
1: laughing a lot because of him. Oh, we're
0: already that's true that's true we're laughing so much because of him Matt let's let's stop the credits honey. yeah
1: let's let stop his credits um well first um his mom has a friend who once met Colin Quinn on a beach and told
0: him that he did comedy um another credit of his is that a <laughs> sorry another credit of his is that a Swedish woman once.
2: <laughs> oh my god this is
0: so funny. Um a Swedish woman once told our guests that he would do well in Europe sexually. <laughs> He is a teen cousin who
1: has a vest that was featured in an episode of Scream Queens um, edited by al- Ryan Murphy.
0: Yes. Also, he was unceremoniously blacklisted from the third installment of my show, Live on Broadcast. He's currently on a hiatus from
1: UCB's Lloyd Night. Everyone, give it up for Pat Regan. <laughs> hey, wow, <laughs> hey <wow. laughs> We also forgot to mention that he is the star of the Lost episode of Lost Culture East. That's yes remember from Instagram, we recorded an episode with Pat months and months and months ago, really, when first Culture he Cultures was, was our first just guest. a baby podcast. Yeah. Oh guest. my god, yeah, our first guest. And our first
3: two-time guest. And you're first now your two first time two I time guess what happened was for our listeners who weren't there, um, there was a technical glitch. There was a technical glitch. It wasn't, but and it was a good episode, I think. It was very a great good. episode. Was it? How does this stack up compared to episodes well, that we, we have been able recorded? to listen back
2: to it? Right, I know.
0: My but,
1: memories of it are very fond. Same. We were getting yeah. our sea
0: legs as podcasters totally and um but you were such a phenomenal resplendent guest to have on because the, the repartee was on play right,
3: it was quick and i want to say right now that i already said off air but i want to say on air mm-hmm. that um i'm out of a job right now that really frazzles my brain and i don't even know if i'm going to be able to talk about culture that much but i'm going to do my best that i can that's okay that's because
1: okay. most of the time when we record this we're very tired yeah. and we make a point that of reads. saying how tired we are and i actually think it helps us get more loose it's you know. like when you
0: wake up in the morning and the first thing you do is you write. You free write because oh, it just yeah. unloads the brain. Whenever
3: I wake up, I journal for three hours. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Very Absolutely. And
2: then I
3: turn all my screens off and go back to bed. <laughs> yes. and that's my day.
1: <laughs> Wait, hold on. Tangent. This reminds me of a really good joke in a Chrissy Shackleford character. Hi, Chrissy. Hi, Chrissy. <laughs> hey, and we Chrissy. know you're a listener you? and I want to shout out. Um, actually, I'm going to shout out this this character. It's your busy friend, Kate. And this is also in Chrissy's one-woman show called Diane Shangri-La Presents Not Dry Yet, which you should see running at UCB Chelsea. And also, I want to say, I'm now going to perform a line from it, which is a spoiler, but I'm sorry. Okay. Wow. Share character says... She's like the busiest person ever. And she says, oh, here's a typical day for me. I wake up at 6.45 in the morning. I, w- I roll over, check my phone. All of a sudden, it's 2.15 in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very true to life. I mean, it very very true. frequently
3: I find myself not getting out of bed until, well, into the afternoon. Do you guys turn your screens off an hour before bedtime? No. no. no.
0: Me neither. And I won't. I never will. There's no. a new lifestyle trend where you do, it's a, it's a tech-free bedroom. Have you heard of this? No, I <gasps> have a lot what? of like, a lot of like, young mothers are doing this in my office. Um, no tech in the bed. No tech in the bed. <laughs> I could never. Just no phones. It's a phone-free, laptop-free zone. It's wow. So you know, who knows? Where do these mothers get the time? I know, and where do they get the discipline? You know what I mean with the,
3: you know, vibrators. Sure. Yeah, sure, Absolutely. Sure. That's true. Because we yeah. all know that mothers are getting
1: none. <laughs> they <laughs> have to <laughs> totally rely on, on, themselves. on themselves. The husbands can't do nothing right. That's a well now,
0: Pat, I don't think it I don't think it makes any difference that you're that you feel fried
2: because right. of this job. that's how we got off of this I right. feel like
0: we're still we're getting up to a great start, totally We'll talk yeah. about culture in the way that we you know we'll we'll do either you know low touch or high touch. We'll talk about culture as appropriate. do you know, you what know
1: I just want to say uh what what you're missing out on from the last episode is we did talk a lot about. Pat's love of reality television. Right. And that was a bit, that ended up being, I think, the theme of the
3: episode. Wait, and you know what else we talked about last episode that made me realize it for myself? What? Is that we talked about Lisa Kudrow, and since then, I've identified as someone who Lisa Kudrow is my comedic icon. Yes, That's absolutely. great. And I, I didn't, I didn't identify that way you. before the episode, and mm-hmm. then we talked about it, and I kind of found that in the episode. What oh. is
1: the Lisa Kudrow
3: vehicle of choice for you? Romy Michelle's High School Union. That's
1: girl. actually one that no one ever really shouts out because it's no. I and like it out. Vogue to say <laughs> you know the comeback lately, which I mean, I come on, and also Friends, obviously I Lisa know. Kudrow, famously most famous
3: from Friends. I mm. truly think that I make up a story that I tell people like it's true, but I I think <laughs> it's not true. I think I made this up, but that Lisa Kudrow was teaching at Groundlings, and someone I say someone I knew. Had a class and Lisa Kudrow was supposed <laughs> to be the teacher, and then, the, and then they got there and she wasn't the teacher they had subbed because she'd booked friends. Yeah. And I, oh. think that, I think that's not true. I think I made that up.
1: Somebody <laughs> also made up to me one time I think that Lisa Kudrow <laughs> taught Kristen Wiig at the Groundlings, specifically. Like I in bet the I told you. That. <laughs> did that you? Was it no, you? I'm she not sure. Did,
0: she did teach, I think, like, Will Ferrell, and that, that. that's
3: class true. Kudrow taught Will Ferrell. Uh-huh. I'll say this. I think Romy and Michelle's history reunion is so good. I think it's, I truly, it's <laughs> my thing that I'll watch when I am like, in the worst mood I want to like give up on comedy and it's truly a joke a minute like or a joke mm. 30 seconds and yeah. they're all funny jokes and um Liza is so like effortlessly funny in it it's she's like she's a true she's it's an so inspiration
0: good. for sure the, the fact that she was a like a biology major I know her. I didn't know that she was able to turn yeah. it around no, she, you didn't know that and she got biology major. She turned it around. Have you seen her uh, commencement speech? No,
3: I've, yeah. I know almost nothing about her. I only mm-hmm. have seen Romeo I and Michelle's Sister and, and Friends, and I like Friends okay. to this day. But I think that Lisa Kudrow, if you watch it back, like it, Friends holds up. But you really realize that, like, comedically, like Lisa Kudrow truly like carries it on her back. Like, yeah, she, yeah, everything sure. like she has to get dumb just to like keep. Like the Matt LeBlanc afloat, you know what I, I, I mean? Oh, for
0: sure. She was doing all the work. Um, <clears throat> no, watch her Vassaric's uh, commencement speech. It's really, it's wonderful. Yeah. Did
1: you know two things? Did you know that Lisa Cujo improvised the monologue in Romeo and Michelle's High School Union about how she created glue? No, are you serious? Literally, My that's an there. improvised monologue. Because she gets really technical in that monologue. Yeah, and th- there you go. There she is. That's that is using your degree, yes, right honey, there. Biology. Oh, right, she used her biology she was, degree. Because did
2: you
3: know this? She majored in bio at Master. Yeah, yeah, I actually
1: didn't know that mentioned. until now. Okay. Um, also, a second thing I have to say is, Pat, you are growing your hair out. No, I'm not.
0: Yes. No, you what? Are. Oh my god! For it your looks face good. Hair. What are you talking Stop it, about? Not my
3: facial oh, hair. I for <laughs> one, I really feel like this about my hair. I feel like I invented my haircut, and no, and. <laughs> Like, no, it's not gonna it seem looks like that. really good. I right. think you should keep growing. So this is always a problem I run into with my hair. For one, right now I like didn't like shower this morning, yeah, so it's fine. like natural oils. Like right, right, so those right. are important to it. When I shampoo, it won't look like this anymore. Absolutely, identify yeah. with that. For two, um, it won't stay this length. Like it will grow. My hair always reaches one point where it looks just right, but I like can't freeze it in time. A critical. Yeah. So window. that's something I struggle with. But I think that like <laughs> <laughs> also like because there there's no kind of design behind my hair like sometimes it does like look how I want it to look but I can't control when or where so even as recently as like three hours ago it looks shitty and now it looks like
0: good but I can't well that's the that's the um crux Or oh, I'm sorry that's not the right word that's the double edged sword of having short hair is that it's hard to style and tame but right. we all know that's that, that Pat
1: Regan's minority is white gay with uh, hair you can't tame <laughs> mm-hmm. that's, sure. that's Pat, that's
3: Pat Regan's minority,
0: minority his specific that's Thank my y- diversity and yeah. identity politics
3: also am I, and as per my My face, I think that I never have wanted facial hair, but I I just, like, I'm used to being someone who doesn't have to shave every day or even every other day. Okay. And now in my late 20s, mortifyingly, I have to, um, (laughs) I have to shave, like, every other day, and it's, like... I forget. It's I forget. So everyone. hard. So hard. So hard. What and are I, I mess spots, and I have. And oh, like,
0: sure, sure, sure. It grows in
3: the We all have yeah. patchy. But areas. sometimes it goes, goes in fine. It's like, oh, you have a little scruff, and it looks good. But again, I can't control so it. So listeners at home,
0: <laughs> Pat has a little bit of scruff. I think it looks. This is my really good. Good. I think
1: it looks really good. But, I think. I think we need to take a photo of Pat right now and post it. Um, and also he should use it for his Tinder. But Pat, Whoa, I'm Pat. not on Tinder.
0: Okay, You're not on 10?
3: I am 10.
1: I have
0: a quick, quick question before we get to 10. Mm. Pat, what are we looking at right now? Like, no shaving for the right day? Right
3: now, I don't even remember when I shaved last. Probably, okay. no, probably like, honestly, probably,
0: like, Sunday. Okay, so it's been, yeah. like, four or five days. This yeah. looks good. This is a good thing. Yeah, yeah.
3: And then, like, for hair, like, I just thought yesterday, wow, I don't remember when I got my haircut last, which means, mm-hmm. normally, when I have that, remember... It means that I'm thinking about it, and mm-hmm. you see when I'm thinking about it, it means like it's probably time. Because like you know yes. what? What annoys me, and this will be fascinating for the listeners at home who cannot see this, yeah. is like the sides here get too bushy. The burns. Oh the yes. Is. The burns. That is it a looks frustrating. Thing gross that to me, and I feel like it makes my ears look gross. And Ooh. all of a sudden, like. I don't feel sexy. Oh, no.
1: Well, no. That
3: can't happen.
1: No. We all have to do things to make ourselves feel good and sexy because mm-hmm. we all deserve that. Ladies at home, I want to re- you to repeat this mantra at home. I deserve to feel sexy. Come on, girls. I deserve, I deserve to, to feel, sexy. feel sexy. Thank
3: you. This is also a self-help podcast. Wait, do you guys still do the thing where you find rules of culture? We do. We yes. pepper in some rules we every peppered and some. What are you saying? You're not a listener? No, I actually haven't. I'm so bad with podcasts in gen. Mm. But if I did listen to a podcast, this would be a podcast I listen to. You and think so? A We're at the top of your hypothetical one list. Quote, one, here's a quote from Dan Glazer once said mm-hmm. that's from, similar to that. God bless. Dan Glazer once said this quote. People don't understand that when I say <laughs> I almost made it through the first episode of your web series, that's a compliment. Of course, oh, what it's mean? huge
2: compliment.
1: Yeah, the fact that you clicked on a, on a web series that I have made is huge. The fact I, that
3: people like listen to this
0: is huge. Right no, it, it's gen—it's gen- it's it's so self indulgent because us doing this is so self-indulgent. What? It's i mean to a degree no it's it's also like i'm kidding kidding. kidding. it it fully is
3: i am not a podcast person yeah but i so i i'm not sure how much people are listening to other people's podcasts but i feel like it's rare to listen to people's podcasts except for this podcast i feel like does get listened to i (laughs) i wouldn't know what podcast to, to recommend to you pat I wouldn't know know, what... one time my cousin's girlfriend's mom took my phone (laughs) and downloaded a bunch of podcasts (laughs) and, like, talked to me about podcasts for, like, a family party, and I left that family party thinking I was going to listen to podcasts, but I just didn't. People tell me to listen to Bitch Sesh because I like the Housewives, but... Oh, yeah. uh, yeah.
0: Um,
3: You know what's a
1: podcast that i feel like a lot of gays listen to is one well, I, w- I would say what's the tea. we all know what's the tea. Throwing we mentioned shade. that a lot but throwing shade yeah and now it's going to be a television show Not- it's like a bitchy gay podcast about Who like celebrity that? and pop culture brian saffy and i don't know the woman's name There's a woman know, who's very funny um yeah I or- forget her name Whenever we,
3: I listen to like something like that where it's like a bitchy gay, I'm always like I sh- I'm, I always get like I'm always like it should be me and then I can't enjoy it. Oh, and that sure. is the yourself.
1: tragedy of the gay community is we just can't support each other. Can't support each other. Oh, yeah, it's true. Can't support each other. We're How? not happy for <laughs> anyone that deserves it. That's true. Sam Smith he should be lifted up. <laughs> Absolutely. First Oscar fa- first
3: gay Oscar winner. First gay Oscar Famously. winner of all time and Pat, re- Pat, Pat had a famous line about that. I have famous What was your line? I say that, and I use this even to this day in my stand-up as a dated pop culture reference, (laughs) um, that I say that people always get mad at Sam Smith for saying he was the first gay out to an Oscar, but he didn't mean that literally. That's just something you get to say if you're gay. <laughs> oh, I like,
0: love this joke. If
3: I'm, if I ever win an Oscar, like, I'm gonna say that. <laughs> and, like, should I ever go to space? I don't care who's been to space. I'm the first gay man in space. Yes, yes so, absolutely.
0: <laughs>
1: Remember when Lance Bass was truly gonna be in space?
3: Oh, right. What and a gay thing to do.
1: You know, I didn't I, so I much know. care about that. It's okay. didn't care. so gay. I cared
0: more okay. that Lady Gaga was supposed to be the first performer who was gonna have a concert in space. Wait. <laughs> in what, 2015. What happened that's, to that? that that's right? What it feels what like happened she to was that? supposed to be on the Virgin like space cruiser. In terms
3: of what happened now, I think it's quite obvious that is logistically unfeasible. <laughs> 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 um,
0: that's actually really real. I was so looking forward to that. I, and she's now
1: in a group. I guess she wants to be more grounded.
3: You, you know? know, I used <laughs> to hate Lady Gaga wow. back oh, in her going like, this. initial, I feel like this is her kind of second life in a way uh-huh. and like entertainment is that yes. true would you agree i would with that? i
1: would say that she like a phoenix from the ashes has risen
3: thank you and that's what I meant by that and <laughs> um and i used to in her first iteration like she annoyed me but i think i might have been straight even then so like maybe uh, sure. now like things i like when i show i died it all flip-flops like did you know that when rosie was when it was rosie versus donald i was on donald's side Oh, my, oh god. my god! I was nineteen.
1: I mean, so what? Why? My mom used to call
3: Rosie O'Donnell "quote too opinionated," and so like, I know that's, that's how me. I felt. That's Long Island. And that, Rosie versus Elizabeth. I was on Elizabeth's side, but oh, Elizabeth, that's just inexcusable. But Elizabeth, I, I liked her from Survivor. I know when she was Elizabeth mm-hmm. Like We can talk about this all the do I will. Maybe we will.
0: Right. I will say that, like, I I don't begrudge you of a Donald. Fandom Because yeah. I loved Arnold I think I Trump thought
3: Yeah I was just 19 And dumb I thought like Rosie Was like obnoxious And that's like What mm, I subscribed mm-hmm. to And also What was he going to say Oh but that's I think why I didn't Like Lady Gaga too It's like she I remember was there was obnoxious. Always like a news story Where she would like Be at a Mets game And she'd like Rip her shirt off For no reason And I'd be like Enough is enough Or like she would Take <laughs> someone's seat Didn't she take Seinfeld's seat once
1: I think like I at feel the, like I, In his
0: Yankees box I think Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That And then yeah. she
3: ripped Her shirt off Am I like adding that, that, that part? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But, I was but pretty I out I when, when she turned own.
1: herself into a plane. She turned herself into a plane. She had, like a flying oh, yeah. dress and was like, I'm so happy to be the first plane
3: woman. <laughs> I was like she, it was during like art pop promo promo and like she flew around. I wanna yeah. be the first gay man to be a plane woman. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But wait, what else was I gonna say? Oh, also, oh, I wanted to use this too, like our conversation from a couple of conversations ago. <laughs> he wants ago. to use this. <laughs> okay. I what, knew you had an agenda. Yeah.
1: Okay, what are you? What, um,
0: what are you? What are no, you to
3: say? talk because because you were talking about Lance Bass, yeah. and I want to talk about yeah. Gay Batch. Has anyone been watching Gay Batch? Yeah. I, yeah, I we,
1: caught an episode the other night, and I think it's
3: truly bad. It's, it's so bad. Can I tell you what episode I saw? Well, and I just want to clarify to listeners: by Gay Batch, I mean uh, Finding Prince Charming, yeah, the gay kind batch. of gay Finding batch Prince
1: Charming. Now, Gay Batch is definitely, I wish, is what it was called. Gay
3: Batch. (laughs) (laughs) It should be called Gay Batch. Honestly, that was such a home run. They (laughs) fucked it up. Like, I hate when people take ideas and fuck them up. Like, that was on, like, the gambit. But also, I think this watching it, like, when I was watching it, I'm like, maybe this just, maybe, like, marriage is for everyone, but Bachelor is just for straights. You know what I mean? Like, maybe God made that, like, just for straight people. Because it does feel like it's just not right. Like, something about it, like, doesn't quite... I mean, on. the
1: logistical question that I've had since the beginning is, like, what's stopping all the gay guys that are the contestants from fucking each other right, and, like, trying right. right. to date each other? Like, you really, you legitimately can't, what are you going to do? Go in there and, like, like Sandra Bullock and Ben Affleck, like, be a forces of nature, like, and handle them in a certain right. way? Like, I don't but understand. For,
3: so, for one, I think this, like, for one, Gay Batch is much hotter than all the suitors, except for, like, a couple. I truly I mean,
1: he, think, he, he, I, like... Oh, I can see looking at it and being like, yeah, he's hotter in that I think about a hotness in an objective way. Like, I guess he is – he is like – a hotter person in that you would see him on the cover of a magazine before any of the other ones But like I'm definitely more attracted to a lot of those other guys
3: Well, I think that almost none of them are like in terms of like having a hot personality none of them They for one, Gabe Baxter himself has almost certainly just come from a lobotomy in like every yeah. episode <laughs> And for two like he's person. objectively hot by the way I know someone who did get ahead from him
2: <gasps> great in the
0: community in the you community, know. oh my god,
3: and that's gar- all, and that's awesome. I gar I wait,
0: mouth, can you mouth, <laughs> can you mouth. What? I don't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I <don't> literally. <laughs> it mouthing looks
1: like hookah. you're saying.
3: It looks like you're saying. We don't say what it looks like I'm saying because maybe someone will be able to get it. Oh, yeah.
1: All right. Well, it looks okay, like you're well... saying something wild. <laughs> um, uh, um, <laughs> but
3: okay, Pat. So okay. was it good head? I don't know. I actually didn't talk to the person. I found out
0: through. Um, Second so Pat, eight. let's let's just. <laughs> what, it sounded like it sounded like you were going to use this the pod to to do oh, something. Oh no, just no, bring to up gay badge. Oh, you just want to bring, bring it up. up oh, yeah, was was there a treatise on gay badge that you wanted to?
3: <laughs> um, I so for one, I think it's really bad. Like gay badge is really so, bad. Yeah. For uh-huh. two, it's like. Yeah, it's, like, all their dates are, like,
0: to a yard to do
3: outside yoga. Uh And for two, like, um, like, like this is a moment from Gay Batch. Oh, so for one, all the people are, like, not as hot, objectively, as you were saying, like, as Gay Batch, but also, like, personality-wise, no one's hot. And, like... Gay it's ba- a bunch of shitty people. Right. It's a bunch of shitty people. There's one kind of funny one on it, and he is, like, not even that funny, but he's the only – you have to, like, try to find a not funny gay person, and, like, all yeah. of these people are so not funny <laughs> except for one who's, like, kind of funny, but he thinks he's, like, too funny, and, like <laughs> – um, is he the little the femme yes, one? Yes, the little fem one. Yeah. Uh-huh. And there um, was a,
1: a, I, the last episode I watched. The only episode I've watched is when the, it's the final four. Oh, I the haven't seen And yet. The sister. Oh, I haven't seen come yet. In, and the sister is being such like a knowing like reality TV bitch. Oh, I have. She's love- like so. Um, basically, are you here for friendship or for romanticism? Yeah. <laughs> I, I look at you and I see friendship. Wait, and the, and the one like little blonde guy is like, is that what you think to Robert? And he's like. And it's like a talking head of Robert being like, my sister is definitely someone who speaks her mind. And just like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's just love, so recycled. I love
3: when someone comes into reality TV now, like understanding the assignment. Like, I yeah. feel like, um, like that one, that blonde one, he, this is my favorite quote of him. Um, they were, so him and another one went on a two-on-one date with Gabe Batch, where the date was doing outside yoga. Mm, and, um, that yoga <laughs> portion went well for this, <laughs> like, for, for this blonde one, who the blonde one already had a good connection with Gay Batch from his previous date where they made a scent they made a uh, fragrance I heard about this I perfume heard about date yeah so they went and they kissed and then like this date they did outside yoga and then they each had like a section of the date to have a conversation with Gay Batch and uh, the, um, so the blonde one his, sec- his second part of the date was walking through a barn so they walked through the <laughs> barn like past and all and he did of- <laughs> that didn't go well for him walking so through were, the so barn so they were talking and he was like yeah the conversation seemed really forced and then they cut to the conversation and Gay Batch was like so what's your your favorite color and Gabe, oh. and the kid goes, uh, well, I actually really love all the colors, but I do, identify with blue. <laughs> oh, no. uh, I do identify with blue. It was really crazy. That's so stupid.
1: Because at that point, it's like, how did they fucking make the top four or five or whatever? Right, he
3: ran to make, but he because he is like kind of the only of all the contestants with a really good body. Uh, you know what? I think that probably went. A and long I think way. that if you see Gabe Batch has a really good body, he probably wants that. That's probably why he went on the show. I don't know. It just like. I have to say it's, I truly
1: don't think that the the gay batch is good looking.
3: I think I think if you want to look at him as like a specimen as like a piece of meat like he's like hot I think once you add his personality it's yeah it's like awful but I think as a physical body he's attractive.
0: I have I have a theory that the gay batch was deliberately designed at every stage to be like the like the antithetical <clears throat> opposite of drag race because like drag here with drag race you have like these entertainers these people who right. like must rely and pedal in personality and like the whole the whole show is about like self-love and, and self-acceptance and like right. all this stuff and you're working towards professional success but meanwhile gay batch is like completely shallow like so stupid so frivolous completely Devoid of any personality, right? I think I think that's just the other side of the reality show coin that logo I, wanted I, to shuck like, off.
3: Yeah, I could see that, but also like th- then they should have gotten like hot, like physically hotter people. Like <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, there's yeah. like some of them, it's just like there's no. They're like oh, like there's no way. I, oh, if you look at Straight Batch, like everyone there is like a, has a porn caliber body yeah, and like yeah, is yeah. at least like can they're like <laughs> <Porn caliber. laughs> they're like they have terrible conversations but in a way that for some reason is at least compelling to like eavesdrop on like like these are like i identify the most with blue is like what you're trying to listen in on and like right and they're not even that like but
1: all the buzzwords were there for me in the show which is what my i was checking my boxes i had to hear the words going into tonight Going, and yeah. I had to hear the words, I'm definitely falling for Rob. <laughs> I mean, and I heard both those things. So I'm like, what are you going to say? Like, it absolutely delivered on being what it said it was going to be. Sure. Because it's stupid as fuck.
3: And right. they said those things. I wanted, like, more. <laughs>
2: That's fair. I didn't
3: want it to be good, but I wanted more.
1: Well,. What do we feel about Lance Bass on the show? My favorite thing is when Lance Bass comes in the house and he's like, Um fe- j- "Fellas," and then they go, "Lance is here. Lance is here." Oh, we know something's gonna happen when Lance is here.
3: Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I just loved it. It's the most excited any people have been that Lance came into our <laughs> The I don't know. Like he's fine. He's whatever. Like Lance is someone who is like friends with a lot of people. I respect, but he, but
1: he... <laughs> like who? Jamie Lynn Sigler? Well,
3: um. Sure Lisa <laughs> Vanderpump Yeah um, Yeah you, they're you, close you friends
1: you
3: respect Lisa Vanderpump? 100% As a businesswoman, As a reality star <laughs> And
0: as a restaurant tour I
2: respect yeah, Lisa Vanderpump As a restaurant tour <laughs> <door. laughs> um, so But it's like him I do see
0: it Right Like it's like he's 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 not necessarily interesting by association. Yeah, I'm
3: like I'm like, why are you friends with him? I don't get it. Totally. But maybe it's not that maybe he's more interesting. But I've seen him on like Watch What Happens Live and he's still boring. I don't of know. Of course he is. For me it's just like don't be boring. You know what don't I mean? Don't be boring.
0: that's the, the oh, that's just like the death knell or whatever. Like that's just like the e- they were That's all the boring to yeah, be except a Justin gay person. Timberlake as a, and sure. as a,
3: like a reality person. Like, uh, yeah. do you watch regular batch? Either of you? No, oh, I literally can't bring myself. Uh, to y- do that. You know what is a good gateway to regular batch? What is Batch and Pair? Air. Yeah, <laughs> Batch and Pair. Batch and Pair. Batch and Paradise is literally so good, and it's so. But batch what's the difference? And, have, they, have they
0: only had one season? There've been batch and pair? three seasons. Three. Of batch what and is Batch and Paradise? So Batch
3: <laughs> and Paradise is during the summer. It's a resort in Mexico where just like singles from the Bachelor world your universe just come and live and kind of hook up oh so and it's like an all-star season it's an all-star season but and then like at the end of every week there's um a road ceremony and people have to leave if they have no one who's like interested oh, in trying them. To them. and by oh. the end like during the, the end of last summer there's three engagements that's huge
0: yeah three engagements three engagements pat is holding up three fingers <laughs> to drive a- the point home three
3: engagements. and well so there's this one girl who's who's been on um I think Bachelor only once, but she's been on, also, cause some people have been on Bachelor itself, like a couple times. Sure, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but this one girl, Ashley I, has been on, um, <laughs> <laughs> <Ashley> <laughs> has been on Bachelor. Ashley only I. <laughs> they Ashley her, I. And she always brings drama, so they call her Ashley I of the Storm. And, oh, no. <laughs> wow. No, but everyone hates Ashley I because she gets so emotional, but she's, to me, very interesting. And I won't ever hate someone like Ashley I, cause I think the, the all that Ashley I is guilty of is like feeling. You know? Yes, absolutely. I, but she's always crying. She kind of looks like um, a, a Kardashian cousin. And she just like, uh, she's a virgin, 24 year old virgin, mm-hmm. which is beautiful. And she like, <laughs> um, she was going to lose it to this guy she met like four days, Wells, because he was kind of like a bachelor. You you If you were in the bachelor universe, he would be a good get to lose your virginity to. Okay, okay. But um,
1: can I ask you a question? When you mouthed the name of the person that got head from Robert Seppelveda Jr. Yes. before, mm-hmm.
3: were you just saying their last name? First I just said their last name And then when When I was looked at As though so I had Do nine Do it heads. one more time Just last name
1: Full or name last No full, full name Okay no, oh, my oh I can't oh my believe it! God. I literally, it's loud and clear. Yeah. Uh, it's loud and clear, and I'm I devastated. I know. Uh, I
0: know. <laughs> okay, so um, a great batch and pair, great, great, gateway. You're saying,
3: yeah, oh yeah. So then, like, once you, so like, my condolences
0: that, to Robert Cipolva.
3: That wasn't right? my. <laughs> that was not my gateway, <laughs> but that was like that's what got me even more in, into straight batch.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's
1: quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs Classic
0: clogs and Sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. For yourself. Your feet will thank you. Hey Los Culturistas listeners, we're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for
1: anyone and any occasion.
0: It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com, then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And gift mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas.
1: There's a lot of pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas for the birthdays of loved ones in my life. And sometimes
0: I do get super stressed trying to find that perfect thing. Me too. But now with gift mode on Etsy, I can search hundreds of gifting personas and find so many incredible items. And I actually just found a custom chalk bag for the adventurer in my life who's into rock climbing. Not me. Now it's simple to
1: find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So... Whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner in your life or a birthday present for the pickleballer in your
0: life, Gift Mode has you covered. I'm not the pickleballer. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get...
1: Titanic,
0: a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's
1: Funniest Night Out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Los Culturistas
0: Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night aboard the Titanic. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Great. Um Pat, so I just want to make sure that we touch on this cuz we do this with all our guests. Mm-hmm. We talked about this before. Totally. Culture that shaped you. When did you say that oh, culture right. when would you say culture was for you? This and is
3: funny. I think that you. my answer during last episode to this was
1: Reality.
0: Reality. You know,
3: was Lisa Kudrow was Romeo and Michelle's High School reunion. and that's how we got into that Lisa Kudrow place. But you know what? I'll change my answer. The, the culture that really did shape me the most is Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
1: Cool. Okay. Yes, I think I do remember this being an element of your answer. Yeah, I think I, I said both I of them. I wish I had a vocabulary for Buffy. It's so good. It's like one of those things, like Gilmore Girls,
3: oh. or like Veronica Mars, that
0: people oh, I like love really Veronica into. <laughs> but I just missed
3: see for me I hate Gilm but I love why do you hate Gilm I just feel like Alexis Bedell does not make a single choice with any lines throughout the entirety of the series Uh, yeah but
0: meanwhile but Lauren
3: no I'm done with Lauren Graham I'll pass on Lauren Graham Uh,
0: Lauren Graham is Uh, the whole
3: show I don't know I just feel like she's likable but it feels like she's working so hard to be likable that it exhausts me it's a a
0: little bit too much quirky girl yeah it
3: was quirky girl but quirky girl she pulls it off at the end of the day she is likable but it feels like she probably goes home and like is asleep as soon as her head hits the pillow because she's like worked so hard to be (laughs) likable
0: but why do we vilify her for that
3: I'm, I don't vilify her. I'm just like, he has an I opinion. can't. It's a negative. Sure, okay, you're I exhausted. Yeah, I can't. I'm exhausted. I'm exasperated. I have nothing left to give to Lauren Graham. But I do. And then Alexis Badell, just the opposite. Like, give me something. Like, yes. Jesus you know, she Christ. She
1: was good on Mad Men. Did you ever Wait, Fadel was
3: on Mad... Alexis yeah. was... Well, I and did then again, watch... I
1: actually think that literally everyone on Mad Men was good because the writing is so good.
3: See, I watched Mad Men, but I didn't see the last maybe season or two seasons. You must have missed like the last three because I think she was Or on... I could just not remember.
1: Honestly, maybe you don't remember. I I remember being shocked when I saw her in the show just because she's in such I'm a... I'm picturing modern...
3: you watching Get, Get Mad Men with your... with like a gap with your like mouth yes. like jaw I was on the floor. just like,
1: my jaw just dropped. I'm like, Alexis Fadel. Like later on in the I in, in the in the show when Nev Campbell
3: was on one episode, <gasps> oh I didn't
2: watch that.
1: That would shock me. Yeah, <laughs> she, she she played literally a woman on the plane.
3: I love Nev Campbell. Yeah, she was
1: fantastic. Oh, and
3: that's me. another piece of culture that did shape me. Is Scream? As I love Scream. Really, and, and you, you were
1: too young to watch it when it I. Out? I
3: didn't watch it like maybe when it came out, but when I watched it young and like maybe when i was like seventh grade i watched mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. and i think that i was like in love with that movie because it was so funny and it was so scary yeah, and it was it about like teens in a way that i like always have loved
1: i also mm-hmm. like truly love the first scene of the, Scream the sequence I of barry more like it's, it's so good it's uh, so defining and
3: i love the last like the last the like climactic scene they're both so good like did you see scream 4 Yes, and I loved it. You did like it. I love Emma Roberts. Wow, you love her. Tell yeah. us why. I love Emma Roberts because she's a great bitch. I don't know why she's a great bitch. Like I love her in Scream Queens season one so much. I don't. I don't know now that Scream Queens is an anthology. Like I don't know that we need Scream Queens and American Horror Story. Sure. But I and I only watched like I didn't end up watching all Scream Queens, but I love the fir- the pilot of Scream Queens is so good and it's also like joke a minute also. And so I love Emma Roberts in that. I love her in Scream 4. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never seen her and, like, not loved her. I want to see – what's that movie she's in, like, recently that's, like, there's a game on your cell phones that teens are playing and you have to, like, jump off of a building for points. Oh, I know what you're trying Yeah, to. I want to yeah. see that and it's, like her in her underwear. <laughs> um, <laughs> Did you watch American Horror Story? No, I watched the first season. I loved it, but that's also because I love – Connie. Love Connie. Love Connie Brown. I mean, she's a. I loved her. Can I-, I
1: tell you, brief, brief, brief tinge? I just went to Universal Studios and I did the Halloween horror nights. But
3: well, it's unlike you. Yeah.
1: Well, anyway, there's an American horror story themed haunted house, and I do not watch American horror. Like, truly can't deal with anything. Wait, you don't like horror? No, don't like horror. Don't like to be frightened in any way. Famously,
0: Matt could not get through Stranger Things after this. The first. Oh, I've never. No, I didn't
2: even
1: try to watch the first episode. (laughs) I'm too scared of even the thought of it. I watched Henry watch it,
3: and it was too wow, much for that's, me. honestly watching Henry watch it might be too scary for <laughs> me. <yeah.
1: laughs>
2: there was times when he was
0: gasping, and like I just didn't like to see that. So for, so for American Horror Story, Haunted House, they had such they they did the
1: first season, they did the Freak Show season, and they did Hotel. So I'm kid you not, there was there was a Lady Gaga actress who was jumping out. Oh no. And it was <laughs> very titillating and horrifying. And my sister we got out of the 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 house and she was like you guys need to go home and watch American Horror Story and know how well done that was. That was so well done. And like I was like absolutely not. <laughs> but basically what I'm saying is that American Horror Story Haunted House is a thing, and then you know what was depicted in it was those things in the black latex suits. Oh,
3: yeah, they were very scary. Wait, that was in the first movie, the first season. season, yeah, that was but, hot. It was, I was straight for that, and there's a lot of like gay stuff in it. I know, and but Gina, like, well, who's, well,
1: who's the hottest person on that show,
3: bar it, none, Evan in, Peters, in the in the in what season? All seasons. Oh, no, the guy in the first season is really hot. Evan
1: Peters, the blonde guy. No. What? Oh, Dylan McDermott. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he actually is like a hot (laughs) daddy guy from my childhood. Oh, yeah. He was on a show. I never
3: seen him before. I wasn't familiar with him.
1: I think he was on a show called Dirty Sexy Money on ABC when I was little, and I used to watch him and be like, oh, that's... When you were little. It came out in 2008. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I, I I was so little in 2008. Not Um, a lot of people know this about me, but I only got big in my 20s. (laughs) Um,
3: Anyways... Um, Connie. Sorry I did, say about Connie. Yes. Sorry that I took us on that tangent. No, I think we need to go down. it I'm glad because I would have never even rem- remembered about Dylan McDermott.
0: Connie Britton is the best part of American Crime Story. People versus O.J. Simpson. Oh, wait, she, wait, played, she, wait, Faye she played Resnick. Resnick. Did you She's watch so American
1: good. Crime Story? You would no, love. You would have loved Selma
3: Blair. I love that. And I love that whole crowd because they're very like real housewives at Beverly Hills too. It's like oh sure yeah. That's like all like. Every once in a while, on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, there's like a new character that comes in, and someone's like, "Oh, were you friends with that group?" And someone's like, "No, I wasn't friends with that group." And they mean the group <laughs> of people that were friends with Nicole Brown Simpson. Yeah, it's like very fun. Was Faye? It's Faye Orange County. Faye is Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. But Faye is someone who like pops up in every like. She's on like the Kardashians sometimes. <laughs> right, she's like right, right. always around. She, did, when I say understands the assignment, that is actually a quote Danny Visconti once said about faye resnick she uh, understands, understands i'm like this. being on reality tv <laughs> <laughs> my favorite faye Resnick moment was like once in this past season of beverly hills oh what was it like so there's a new person Catherine, who's famously whose husband faye resnick alleged in her book that like nicole brown simpson had an affair with before yeah. she got murdered wow. this is so, so, drama so then so this man i think is now in the picture but his wife is now friends and his wife uh is it was now like on the cast and she joined mid-season and she said like she said this she said i don't carry a dagger for anyone but i carry a dagger for faye resnick and, oh my god and then she like um they were at a dinner party and like which is like faye's always looking around the dinner parties of that show and she was like um <laughs> so she's sitting across from faye and she's like tr- starts trying to pick a fight, and like she's like <laughs> just like saying mean things to Faye, and like she's getting all worked up. And then Faye like says something back. I forget what. But then she like interrupts herself and goes, "Oh, and you look beautiful tonight, by the way." It's <laughs> just <laughs> like such a good move. Oh my it. god, that is! You should watch American Crime Story though. because oh, I would I feel like it, I'm sure Pat's
1: favorite scenes would be all like the ridiculous scenes where the kardashians pop up oh, like, sure. like dad wh- come on let's not wait in line <laughs> at, at the restaurant and then like they had they had this truly stupid scene and otherwise amazing brilliant show where the first scene of like episode three or four is like um rob kardashian robert kardashian is like taking the girls and rob out to brunch and um he's like i'm sorry how how long is the wait going to be to the hostess and she's like oh my god you're that guy from television <laughs> and the kardashians look at him and he's like uh yeah she's like i mean it's an hour wait but i can get you a table and they basically bring the kardashians over to their own table and all the kardashians are like cool amazing dad yeah. they love you and he he says to them david trimmer call back to friends before, conversation right, before right, right. says to them now everyone i want to tell you something you should be treated well because you're a good person, not because you're famous. It's so no. And it's so fucking heavy-handed. But so I they're also saying, like, this is how the Kardashians were made. That is like, how they basic. were made. In that yeah. one moment at that one restaurant. <laughs> so the thesis a- of American Crime Story is... Wow, what a shame that he got away. Also, this is how the Kardashian so story. So, um, come
3: call back to last episode where one of the rules of culture was have to mention. Where when you have to mention something, you always have. Yeah, to have it. to mention. I have to mention that. Um, for one, David Trimmer, like I can't stand him, but I am like so attracted to him in spite of myself. Especially in that piece of content of. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, sorry. I mean that piece of art that is the um. <laughs> american crime story because i've seen like bits and pieces of it
1: you think he's more attractive in that than he is
3: on like friends I just I, yeah yeah i guess i don't know i saw it and i was like oh he's like really attractive in this. or maybe i just didn't remember how attracted i was to him yeah. in that in friends and he secondly is, like
1: beguilingly attractive yeah what is it but you know hate what it is you he
3: like, oh you don't, don't it's know. like i wish i didn't Because right. once you see it you can't see it mm.
1: so who yeah. is your favorite male friend
3: um, uh, f- personally, sexually. Like, sexually, shrimp. Really, LeBlanc all the way. No, not for me.
0: Oh, I LeBlanc was like an early Shrimmer's the like, only one
3: that. Uh, yeah, I guess like for me, like LeBlanc source. is too like heavy-handed. But I mean, Shrimmer gets like that too. I think that like. I don't know. I, I think
1: LeBlanc got actually way hotter as he's gotten older. I think he's pepper. more attractive now See, on, like, episodes and shit.
3: I like him when he's, like, way young. Like, in the very early Friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like him when he gets, like... I don't like him for late Friends. And Chandler, like... Maybe personality. Yeah. I wish I could say I,
1: I got the Matthew Perry thing. I don't really get Does it.
3: Does anyone get it, though? I think people mm-hmm.
1: get it. I mean, I think... I think a lot of people get it. I think a lot of people are like attracted to his personality, which is like a very female thing to say. Did you know that
3: Matt, Lebl- Matt Matthew?
1: <laughs> it is. Oh, I
3: love god. his personality. Did, did you know that Matthew Perry went to rehab three times over the course of Friends? Oh yeah. Why? Oh my god. I think for drugs, bow, oh. and uh, cocaine and alcohol. I think uh, for his for his for <laughs> I, um, for his personality, <laughs> I um I recently <laughs> read like 145 facts he never knew about Friends, and for some reason that was shocking to me. But um, but wait, oh my God. and wait, do you love Jennifer Aniston? I love, I love, yeah, Jennifer. same. I love her too. Do you? And I Courtney really Cox? don't respect people that don't like her. Neither do I. Neither do, ooh, neither do I. I my mom doesn't like her. But my, is it because why? Why? I'd love to. She hear. kind of only doesn't like her like in like relative to Courtney Cox. And is she, she voting for Trump? No, that's good. Um, I don't get Courtney. I feel no. like, I feel uh, like my mom not liking Cor-
1: Jennifer Aniston is a very Trump voter I thing think today.
3: my mom loves Courtney Cox, and she feels like Courtney Cox gets overshadowed. Hmm, I understand. But also, like, she probably doesn't care anymore. This was years ago. <laughs> but one time she said, I love Courtney Cox, and I've known Courtney Cox since Family Ties. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that Courtney
1: Cox was like the biggest star when they started the show? Yeah, family and ties. Like, In Leia Remini's book, which is just an incendiary read. Wait, who's? Leia, Leia Remini, Remini who you is? know, of the King of Queens, the wife oh, of the King of Queens, Scientologist. I hate Scientologist. her. I She's hate a her. Former Scientologist. You don't like her?
3: I hate her and I hate Kevin James.
1: I definitely gotta say, Kevin James, no, no thanks. But Leah Remini, I say...
3: Thanks. <laughs> no, she was mean to my dad once. She
2: what? was? Tell us. That's such a Long Island he, story. Tell the whole he thing. He used
3: to work in ad sales for like, um, Viacom, but before that for UPN, I think when like her show, or when,
0: I don't know what the... King of, King of Queens was like syndicated on UPN, I remember.
3: But I don't know like what the deal was with that, but like I just know that he had to like be in her park assembly at some point, and she was mean.
0: Oh, that's, that's, that's so unfortunate. unfortunate.
2: I know. Oh,
1: but, I hate when celebrities uh, are not nice. Tell but, me your
3: heroes. But wait, do you, but you, what about her book? She wrote a book.
1: It was called like The Escape from Scientology. It's definitely not called that, but let's say it is. Uh. Um, And basically in it, oh my God, what was I just talking about?
3: You're talking about like Aniston and Courtney. Oh,
1: oh, oh, oh. She says that she was up for the
3: role of Monica and then she saw Courtney Cox walk in and she was like, we knew it was over. Well, Courtney Caxon, But also Jennifer Aniston, her parents are famous, aren't they? Or her dad is famous. Yes, mm-hmm. and also
1: here's some tea on Jennifer Aniston. Did you know that she was offered to be a cast
3: member on Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. and she chose to be on Friends instead? I made a trillion more dollars. Yeah, yeah for sure. For what
1: sure. would that have been like if we knew Jennifer Aniston as a cast member of Saturday
3: Night Live?
1: Things could have turned out a lot more differently.
3: I feel like it would cut away now. We would see a different... Like yeah, like, sliding sliding doors like we know. could go
1: to that world and, like, two of us wouldn't be here. <laughs> um, no, I really, I enjoy Jennifer Anderson very much. And people that are always like, um, well, she has no range. I'm like, that, she doesn't need to have range. Also, I don't have any range. Yeah, I think
3: that she's let herself. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I think she's let herself get to, like bogged down in, like, tabloid culture. Like, look at Lisa Kudrow. Like, Friends ended, and Lisa Kudrow, like, ma- she, like, made web therapy just cause, and she, like, made the comeback just cause, and mm-hmm. she, like, like, Lisa Kudrow is, like, a comedian, mm-hmm. and Jennifer Aniston is a comedic actress who's pretty, I think. Oh, That is a
1: big difference. Being a comedic actress and being a comedian—that totally. is so
2: real.
0: But maybe, but maybe Lisa and Jennifer's experiences at Friends sort of shaped their trajectories a little bit because Lisa was always seen as the comedic crutch of the show, and Jennifer, right. and meanwhile, you know, Rachel as a character was like the ingenue. That's true. Do you know what I'm saying? Bowen
1: has pulled up a Pat Regan status on his phone, oh and I'm God. wondering what selection you're going <laughs> to hear I think this is—I have to say, Pat. Matt, one of the funniest people on Facebook ever. Oh my god! Matt, stop it. He's given out this accolade recently. I have. I've oh, said. Man. I texted uh, you. And I texted Henry about it. I'm like, literally, Pat is killing me on Facebook, and Henry goes, "Been my
3: number one for a while." <laughs> and I, Henry does have rankings that he. Henry, yes.
1: he he's very, you know, you don't think he's watching you all, but he's watching you
0: all, and he's got a list. <laughs> Absolutely. And look, I have to co-sign because. Pat, i think this is some of your best work i, I think this is one of your most iconic posts you am oh, i might pull up my oh, favorite pat regans okay. let me ask
3: you this does it does it reflect in the numbers cuz sometimes it doesn't it doesn't reflect Don't in the numbers which i think happens. which i think is
0: just a true travesty but can i i'm going to read this one first cool go <laughs> This was okay. I'm sorry. Just to contextualize this, this was. Oh after... Oh my god! Wait, this is my favorite too. Okay, yeah, read th- it. Read this it. was after the third debate, oh, and yeah, Pat sorry. had this whole run about Tiffany Trump's number, uh, like like what she wore. Um, her number. And so and so, this is ensemble. Her ensemble. We should her ensemble. Say. This is what um, this is what Pat posted, like sort of as like, uh, not a button to the whole series, but like as as like a a piece of Yes, the whole thing. it's so good. It would be a fun piece for like a morning talk show to have <laughs> I Can't read this. Okay, let me start over. Let's try. I can get through this. It would be a fun piece for like a morning talk show to have Ivanka and Tiffany come on and give <laughs> Chelsea Clinton. Uh, Uh, Yeah, a makeover and like go through her closet and throw out all her bad clothes and teach her how to have a star quality. And at the end, they walk her down a runway in the studio and she is so confident with her new look. And the host says, Chelsea, you look absolutely stunning right now. Let me read it both because you're portraying. But the important question is, how do you feel? And she's like gushing. I feel amazing. So confident. I know with this look, I'll definitely have the tools to succeed.
1: I'm really glad I listened to
0: Tiffany and Ivanka. And then they bring out her friends and family to react. <laughs> and says, to the new chelsea and it's just hillary looking nonplussed like i've worked so hard for women though <laughs> I mean, tears it? down my eyes it's so oh funny
3: oh I... thank you for reading my piece That's why hard. are you gonna write a book?
1: What? When will you write a humor book? You're such a storyteller. Oh, I know. Get on the mic, you <laughs> idiot. You gotta talk oh. into the mic. This is seriously insane.
3: <laughs> I don't know that... Don't also, don't withdraw when people praise you. Yes. Accept. <laughs> so sorry. I'm so sorry. I accept the praise. I accept the praise. Oh, I accept the book deal. <laughs> I brought you here. Um, no, thank you. I am so intrigued by Tiffany Trump. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. Something about her, like, she did not exist. Like, okay, so in mm-hmm. season... No, she didn't. In season five Buffy or in the season four finale mm-hmm. um like Buffy'd been an only child like throughout <laughs> uh-huh, the series uh-huh. and, and, and then and, 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 no and then the oh. in the finale well was her friend but in the oh. in the um finale her mom was like Buffy like go like watch your little sister and then like Michelle Trashenberg comes in as Dawn her mm-hmm. little sister who's in it for the rest of the series and we've just never seen her then it turned out that she's like a key that like uh like some like forces like uh implanted memories in the entire uh, in, in in like everyone's minds to like mm. that Buffy would protect her like extra special because she's like a key to like Hell or something I love I love But it, that's what like It feels like with Tiffany Trump It's sure. like she's never Like literally there have been Like interviews Where they're like This is your only child Right Or like oh. I, I, I didn't even think That the brothers were
0: real Like before like, oh, this totally. election Like it was just Ivanka. Ivanka And
3: it's like okay fine Like the brothers are real And then now it's like Tiffany Trump Like where would you come from what? But I'm
0: obsessed with her It's like you know what I, I get that fascination Because Matt This will be a reference That you and I get It's yes. very much Lexi Gray Season 100 percent Yeah I right. mean Pat
3: knows too Pat was a huge crazy
0: <laughs> (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. but you don't
3: still watch. (laughs) I'm like I've I'm uh, not this current season, but I've watched like when this season goes up on net, I will watch.
0: Wow! Um, oh my god! I will say about Lexi Gray, they did. Shauna did plant the seed for Lexi in season yes. two, and they mention her.
3: Yes, right. Yes, no. I, I recently like went back and <laughs> I recently it's went genius. back and rewatched, and like, they do mention her. She's
0: like and, she's a med, she's a med student at Harvard. Yeah,
3: like when Meredith's, like mother or whoever is in, Har- or when Thatcher's wife, when, when, thatcher's, thatcher's, daughter, when yeah. thatcher's wife is in, she was like how's Lexi, and she's like oh she's in Harvard. I remember I saw that. Yeah. Brilliant show. And that's what I like. That's what I like about those shows that, like, um, you could tell there's planning. Because then, then it's like legitimate storytelling and not just, like, making it up as you go. Like, mm-hmm. um, where is I, Kyler Lee? Who I know. Is that who played where Lexi? Where is she at? Yeah. Is that who played Lexi? Yeah. Uh-huh. I know. And you know who elsewhere is? The woman who played Teddy. I oh, love
1: her. Kim Teddy Raver. Kim Raver. Our, Our favorite. Wait, no, no, no.
3: Bowen and I, for years, have been. Raving Kim for Raver. Kim Raver. Did, did you watch her on Twenty Four? Yes. Yeah, Audrey. Did you watch her on Lipstick Jungle?
1: I wanted oh. to, but <laughs> literally couldn't fathom why. No, watching she was in Cashmere Mafia. Right, right, right. Yes. Same, oh my god, that you. one. And I was like, I, <laughs> I don't think I'm going there's guess. one more that's like the Kim Raver Trifecta that I'm not getting right 24,
3: now. Twenty four Cashmere Mafia.
0: She was in some Second City TV. Short. Oh, was she? Each, yeah, I've never with seen with Tina Fey and like Amy Poehler and Rachel Dratch. Like oh, way back oh my fascinating. God. we need Kim. Kim
1: Raver was Raver like the real deal. I also, love her. Do you know Kim Raver? To me, reminds me of a time when like Kim Raver was like the actress that you were always pleased to see on television, and that for me, also at that time was Sarah Paulson and mm. Sarah Paulson. Wait, who is that? Sarah Paulson. Oh my God, American this, Horror Story. But she's American just, Horror Story, and she also plays Marsha Clark on American Crime Story. Big television. Actress what does she role. look she was like, like? Carol. Blond, Horror. I've never seen Carol. Truly... She who owned, was
3: she in American Horror?
1: She's someone different every season. But it's who an was anthology. she for, I've
3: only seen first... Okay, I knew that. Sure. <laughs> I've already established I've only seen first season. So All right, who is then she, in she first plays seas?
0: like
1: a real estate agent on the first
0: season. Oh,
3: I love her, but I don't remember what she looks like.
1: Okay, well, you'll... You I'll her. Google that. She on plays job. Lana Winters on the second season, which thank you, Ryan Murphy, for that gay <laughs> ass,
3: man. <laughs> <laughs> um... um Oh, wait, what I was I going to say? I was just going
1: to say that Sarah Paulson, of course, has now blown up, and I wish that Kim Raver would blow up I in the know. same but fashion. But she, like, did,
3: like, blow... There's some some people that just blow up on TV, and I'll give three examples. Two of them we've already discussed, so it's easy. <laughs> One of them is Kim Raver. Uh-huh. Whatever. Ravers. Whatever. Please okay. say who I want you to say. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I will. The second is Lexi Gray's character, like, uh, I mean, Lexi Gray's actress. the person Tyler Lee. Tyler Lee. So also she, in Not Another Teen Movie. right before And right before she got on... Gray. Grays, there was, like, uh, um, I remember reading an Entertainment Weekly article that was, like, this is these are people who, like, the industry wants to be successful, but yeah. like, they can't be. And she love was, right before she was on Grey's Anatomy, she, or not even right before, a bit before, she was on a show that I watched with my dad that was, like, about a, a group of friends. I think it was called Reunion. <laughs> yes, yes, Reunion. I remember it was that. so good. Yes, remember she was on that show. And they canceled before you solved the mystery. I love those shows that are, like, a mystery. There's, yeah, everyone, and I watched Harper's Island or like um no. oh my god it's like a it's like a murder mystery. Like those murder mystery shows I love.
1: I'm on edge of seat wanting to know what the third person oh, is. Oh, okay.
3: The third person is I think her name is Emily Van Campen. Yeah, Emily Van Camp. Yeah, Van she Camp. She was
1: on Brothers and Sisters, and she oh. was uh, famously
3: on Revenge. She's and the lead she, of and Revenge. And she was also on um, her she got her start Everwood. on Everwood. Yeah. Yes. She's oh. big time. She's big time, but she's only on those like non-Shonda nighttime soaps. And when, yeah. if you, when you've been on that many nighttime soaps and you've never worked with Shonda, there's a story there. You know uh, what I mean? There's yeah, a like story. Maybe she might be diff to work. Or Shonda doesn't like. <laughs> well, she might be diff to work I, with. No, I get the sense she's such a pro. Don't you? I, well, I no, Emily Emily Van Camp. Van Camp. Oh. I think
1: she's actually really really good and also so fun to see her play like a fun bitch
3: I know like
1: because she had played all these like kind of like goody two-shoes characters and I but your revenge no I, I only caught some episodes revenge but- is
3: so good good. Alright, I will... I so will, bad. I will Netflix that one. It's then. really bad, but good. You have That'll to watch, be the next
1: one I make and watch.
3: Uh, it's really good to just Netflix and watch the entirety of it. Because
1: it's fun to watch something good. Like, right now we're watching Veep, but also I want to watch something just bad. Yeah,
3: that's really good for that. Like, it's bad in the right way, where you're like, ugh, like, every every moment's like a, like a tense, like, glare between, like, two socialites who have, like, secretly murdered each other. Yeah. So you didn't nail my, what I wanted you to do.
2: Okay. You didn't say who I wanted to okay, so say. who did you want me to say?
1: I wanted you to say... Elizabeth Mitchell, who played Juliet on Lost, and then they gave her the oh. show V, which was about the aliens coming right. to because V, I... starring um, what's Marina Bockerin as the because reptile. I feel yeah. like her <laughs> and Marina
0: bacharin has like for now some reason exploded. Wait, I don't know who that
1: is. She's also she played the like truly boring wife on Homeland. Homeland. Uh oh, and now yeah. she's on some other show, oh I yeah, I, don't I hate
3: know. her. she's gorgeous though right. I think that oh but but with Kate wait, wait, with I mean not with Juliet. oh Juliet, I was thinking of Kate.
1: no, Kate eventually Juliet
3: is the blonde Juliet's the
1: blonde who was truly amazing, but her, and America fell in love with Juliet, but
3: I felt like she was never really in anything else she was the star of she, she was the
1: star of like ABC's next big sci-fi show, Maybe. and it just didn't really work. Like it just kind of like didn't end up being that great, but she's an amazing actress, and she was in Santa Claus Three as Tim Allen's wife, <laughs> and then and something. It's just kind of funny now. Who doesn't even want to act anymore? But and she's like only does blockbusters. She- is Evangeline? Oh, really? Evangeline oh. is like you know I'm not interested in really acting anymore. But she will be in the occasional and occasional. She will be in the occasional Hobbit. huge fucking movie. Yeah, you know.
3: I recently posted this, that like it's not fair that Blake Lively has a post-gossip girl career and Leighton Meester doesn't, because Leighton Meester Much better. didn't go into that show being who we were going to talk about. It was supposed right. to be a Blake Lively vehicle, but Leighton Meester just did amazing work throughout the entirety of it. yeah But then someone posted that she's about to be in a sitcom with um, Adam Pally. So oh, that's cool. She'll, yeah, I Leighton think, Meester I will think be she's fine.
1: worked... I, think she's worked, I just
3: haven't worked. seen her. Like, Blake Lively's in them. But I guess because Blake Lively's like friends with Taylor.
1: Can I tell you one thing that I think it works to Leighton, Meester, Meester's, Leighton Meester's detriment is she is interchangeable with another soap opera Rachel scene Bilson. Thriller, Rachel Bilson. I was about to well, say, was Rachel
0: say, say Rachel Bilson. But all the OC people besides Ben McKenzie aren't really working. Right. Which no, is I another know. Tragedy. Well, Rachel
3: Bilson is in Magnum. Um. Ice cream bar commercials, and she's also in cha- uh, chapstick commercials for kind of just a generic chapstick right now. She's sure. in commercials for chapstick.
0: But I want the actress who played Kirsten. I want the actress who played uh, Marissa. Kirsten was oh, amazing. Okay. They were such no, you know, on who is amazing
3: is Joy Cooper. Yeah. Joy Cooper, yeah, Melinda was, Clark, um, baby, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Oh, Melinda, Clark.
1: Melinda Clark, so uh, good,
0: uh, uh, yeah.
1: And can what? we can we talk about
0: Nicolette? Nicolette Sheridan. <laughs> Nicolette Sheridan. Let's zoom her. <laughs> Wait, you famously ask? was slapped by Mark Cherry on Wait. the set of Desperate Housewives. <laughs> this, um, the
1: title of this episode is "Can We Talk About Nicolette?"
3: That's even though we never did,
0: <laughs> can we no, talk we about we Nicolette? No, we know the answer being
2: no.
3: <laughs> I was never a Desperate Housewives person. Okay, oh, oh. hold on
0: before. Bu- okay, before we move on from Nicolette, Matt, you and I have to talk about. We talk about this regularly, but her character Edie's death on Desperate Housewives. <laughs> so good, her, epic. Just her being chased. Out of her she house. She dies four different ways. She does four different ways. She's it's like a domestic dispute in her house. She's she gets choked out. She gets choked, and then you, you like and there's so many fake outs for her death. So she gets chased out of her home after she's being after she was strangled. And then she gets into her car, it's pouring rain outside, and then yeah. she has, she gets into a car accident, but that's not it. Yep. She gets out of the car, she walks- A wire into, has fallen. A wire has fallen somehow, and then she <laughs> walks into a puddle, she's sopping wet, and then oh, she I remember accidentally that. somehow gets her hand on, on, the wire, on the exposed wire and just dies. I think
1: literally what it was, was- the 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 wire had fallen into the puddle and she stepped in the puddle oh. and got electrocuted oh. in the puddle. That's Death it. by puddle. Wow.
0: Just what a crazy fucking And I- also
1: she tried to kill herself early in this early in the series when she tried to hang herself because Carlos didn't want to like be with her anymore. What a stupid I, Truly I have dumb. these
3: questions about des- about um desperate housewives. Mm-hmm. We can we have answers. Okay. Number one, whatever happened to Terry Hatcher. Remember number two, remember when that was gonna be like Maybe I was going to, like, Marsha Cross was, like, back. And I was like, back from what? And then, and like, whatever happened to her? Number three, like, who is the best of all of them? Number, oh, four, absolutely. Okay, yeah, number yeah, four. Let's, okay. let's answer Wait, in order. Okay, and the last four. one is, is Nicolette, like, on the same level as the rest of them?
0: Okay, let's Boy, let's, oh,
1: boy. You couldn't have asked better questions. Answer,
0: Fantastic questions, Pat. First <laughs> first question, Matt has alluded to this in the past. Uh, I believe it was on Sudi's episode of Las Culturistas. Whoa. Terry Hatcher is one of those actresses. Um, much like the uh, guy who played Ma- Matthew Shepard. No, not Matthew, Matthew Shepard. Shepard. Oh my Shepard. God. Oh my God. No. Um, the guy who played <laughs> Doctor Shepard on Lost.
1: Um, uh, Matthew Fox Fox. Matthew Fox Matthew Fox (laughs) Fox. Terry Hatcher will come back every 15 years and you're like are
0: they dead and we'll be like
1: were they dead where have you been and then she'll have her like moment where she wins a golden globe is like wow couldn't have been more of a has been and now I'm back and then she literally would disappear again she
3: lives for vindication so the answer to the question
1: is relative we don't know we don't know we don't know what's happened to her we don't know where she is Uh. Second okay. question Thank was
0: Marsha Cross.
3: Yeah, well, it's kind of the same question
1: with her. I
0: think Marsha Cross, wasn't she like a teen heartthrob? She was on...
3: She um, was on Melrose Place. Yeah. Oh, she was Melrose she Play, played Pertilus. like a
1: villain on Melrose Place, and there was a water cooler episode where she took yeah. off her wig and revealed uh, a huge head scar. But, mm. uh, I truly yeah. don't really understand what was the big deal about that. I think she but, was an alien. I don't know if she was an alien, but I think she... Or I too. I don't you know, know what I don't, I don't either. It, it'll be funny
3: if she's not an alien. But yeah. also, but yeah, but think like Desperate Housewives was like the same for her too, right? Where it was like her big comeback. She was truly amazing. I'm she like, was fantastic. She was. Fantastic. They I'm all cool. were
1: amazing. And then it was kind of strange when they were all up for Emmys except Eva the first year. Oh, and, well, I and forgot everyone was like, about Well, Eva. we know that Terry Hatcher will win the Emmy for her portrayal of Susan because she's really the star of the show, and also the narrative of like Terry Hatcher coming back. But then they gave it to Felicity Hoffman, and it was <gasps> wild. Oh, I no, this I was think, the uh, Emmy. The Emmys.
0: Okay, but the Golden Globes, remember Go, this? No, Golden
1: Globes, Terry Hatcher won.
0: No, no, no. Remember this? Golden Golden Globes was this. It was Terry. <sighs> it was Terry, Marsha, um, Felicity. I forgot about Felicity. I think even, even Eva was nominated for the – but then guess who won? Uh, fucking weeds. Weeds leader. Oh, I hate her. This
1: might have been another year because the first year they were all nominated. Terry Hatcher oh, didn't win the second season, and then the second season they were all nominated and all lost.
0: All lost to to Mary Louise Mary Parker. Louise Parker. Thank but,
1: you, but I don't like Mary Louise but Parker. But for the Emmys, it was true shock when Felicity Hoffman walked away with the Emmy.
0: Right, because they thought Terry was going to win. Now
1: this bleeds into your next question, which was,
3: Oh, is Nicola Cherry on the same level as the rest of them?
1: The well that. Your, your question was, who's the best?
0: Oh, right. That was four. That was the question four. That five. was
1: question four, Nicolette. And the, the answer to who's the best is actually, scientifically and statistically, Eva is yeah. the best. Wait, why? Because she was She's the best.
0: She was the best comedic actress. She was also very good at the dramatic stuff. Was very, just a very strong
3: Wait, see, right. actress. Eva is the
1: best. She was the hottest. She was the funniest. She was the best with the one-liner and she is my number one comedic influence. I think that number <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. Really? She was very yeah. good. Whatever happened The way to I her, deliver my one-liners is she around Eva would. And she I- was on a show. Uh, it was like, they were trying to like do like a send-up of telenovelas. Remember this last year? I think right. it was called Telenovela. Oh,
0: it was yeah. Telenovela and then she exec- she She like... Sh- Executive produces some stuff
3: and stumps for Hillary a
0: lot. <laughs> and stumps for Hillary,
3: thank God, and posts on social, and posts on social.
1: And your answer to the question is: Nicolette Sheridan as big a deal as the rest of them? Well, this led to a lawsuit, honey. We were on- <laughs> no, yeah,
3: <laughs> this led to a true lawsuit on the show. I mean,
1: they started to act like yes, she was, but. Really, right, the fun like of that. Edie Britt was always that she would pop in and be like Susan, and say something like truly bitchy, <laughs> right. and like wash <laughs> her car in her lingerie, yeah, and like yeah. be like, "Oh, yeah. I just figured I'd wash my car," <laughs> and be like, "Really, truly, like sorry, everyone out there, but this is true." She was like the slut, she the was the sh- evil slut, she was, she was the bitch goddess, but which I, is what you need on the show. So good.
3: I feel like they started that series; it was going to be like the next Sex in the City, and it just fizzled so hard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But whatever. I think that I forgot about. Philosophy Huffman, and I think I like her the best.
0: I will she say. She was definitely the best at being tired. Desperate Housewives did have a good run at being like this, the night soap that had like mm-hmm. season long arcs that were solid. Like it was s- such a good show in was, the first season. Yeah, I recommend yeah. everyone watch the first yeah. season.
1: It, it just got so bad after. I that. love
3: those shows that are such. There's some shows that's like if you stopped writing this after the first season, it would be perfect. Glee. To, Glee, Glee to an extent, but like, like I think two shows to me are if this show stopped at the end of the first season, it would be, like, to me, truly perfect art. Mm -hmm. But, like, that's the nature of television is you have to just, like, if it is successful, you have to just keep making it up then, and then it becomes worse. So it's, like, um, one of them is... Friday Night Lights, mm-hmm. that that stopped being written after its first season it would be truly perfect. And also Girls, also the same way. I actually oh. think the last season of Girls was the best. That really was good was the best I, th- yeah. I think that go back and watch the first season. I'm not taking away. Like, uh, oh, I think the first season's amazing, but I think this last season
1: is, was really good. I,
3: I think it was good, but I think that the first season was unbelievable. I yeah. think that the first this last season was watchable and good, but I think that like it has ha- had some unwatchable seasons. Oh, there
1: have been some some clunkers,
3: but I think that like this season is good. But there are still like some moments that just don't feel real. There's no grounding to them, or it, or it just feels made up. But like the first season really felt like very good, honest specific writing and honest. yeah, like very I,
1: specific. You know, there's an episode of the first season that's called "All Adventurous Women Do." Yeah, and that's one, one of the best episodes of television ever. It ends
0: with her dancing to. They dance to my own.
1: "Dancing on My Own," and also that's the episode which has her fight with Andrew Rannells in the bar. Oh yeah. It really was nice funny. to see you. Your dad is gay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so good. So good. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah, spoiler huge. alert. Yeah. Um uh, but <laughs> anyway, I'm very happy
3: that we talked about Desperate me too, Housewives. Me too. Me that too. was crucial. Even though I don't watch it, I'm glad too, because no one talks about it. And I hate when people act like something never happened, and I feel like all of America acts like Desperate Housewives it's never happened. Well,
0: I will say this, and I think I've said this to to you definitely before, Matt. Um Desperate Housewives like ushered TV back into like narrative stuff because right. for a while like 2000 to 2004 it was like reality, 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 reality that's why
1: they're called the Real Housewives is because is right. Desperate Housewives was a huge hit and they were mm-hmm. like okay let's do a reality show with people like this.
3: They wanted to combine the two hits of that moment which were the Housewives and the OC Yeah. which brings me to the last thing I'll was say Was OC the first one?
0: OC was the first one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: The last thing I'll say is that I truly love Laguna Beach
1: well, we didn't tell you this was over yet. So that's not no, going to be the last thing I'll say
3: before I die. That's <laughs> going to be the last <laughs> thing I'll say. I
1: truly love Laguna Beach. I truly love it. I drifted away. He, It was so crazy. He got up out of bed and
3: looked at us. <laughs> and he said, I truly love Laguna Beach. I and truly he love went. Laguna Beach. She went into the light. Wow. Don't you, my favorite scene of television, of movies, of art. <laughs> Of literature. you share yours and then we'll all okay. share yes. Okay. Mine is the scene from the first ever episode of Laguna Beach where it's Morgan, Elsie, low and Christina sitting I love that I named Morgan first. <laughs> all sitting around a table on the deck planning a party and with notebooks. And they're like, Okay, let's plan a party. And they all <laughs> write notebooks, and someone's like, Well, it should be like something cool. And someone's like, I know, black and white. And it's right, a black and white affair. And they all like write it down in their notebook. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Owen,
1: fa- favorite scene of film television history. That. That's
3: <laughs> that and keep in mind, that one's mine, so you can't take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think
1: God, all, I think we all were going to say horrid, that. What a
0: horrid, horrid question. Imagine um, them sitting around
1: a desk. I have mine. Should I go first? Uh, yeah, you go first. My favorite scene in all of cinematic history is the scene, the la- last scene in the episode of The O.C. when <gasps> Samara Armstrong's character, Anna, leaves to get on the plane and she's leaving Seth Cohen, and he's begging her to stay. And she says, Cohen, I have to go. And basically, basically she leaves, and there's a beautiful song that plays while it's playing. If Play, you leave. If you leave. And it, I remember crying, and I remember I started crying without knowing I was going to cry. I just started to cry, and my mom was, like,
0: crying as well. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> you are a guy. we know we love the OC. What happened when she said...
2: Confidence, Cohen. <laughs> uh, Wait, was
0: that the Confidence end of the first season? Cohen. That was first season. It was first season. What a and good show! And a good Anna show. was like a
1: character that like really came on and just like was supposed to be like a right. part, and then all of a sudden her arc was up, and I was just like, oh my god, this character cannot leave. Yeah. We already fallen in love with her, which right. is a line <laughs> from Desperate Housewives <laughs> when they come to get the um when they come to get the baby from Gabrielle and Carlos and Gabrielle goes, we've already fallen
2: in love with her!
1: (laughs) And then never forget when Gabby did this insane thing where she fixated on the toy.
0: Yes, that was a beautiful Oh my God, that
1: was crazy. So they took this toy, she like put she like personified this toy that she found as a baby and she literally couldn't let it go like she was getting crazy she was having like a, like a nervous breakdown and also never forget the scene where she let the b- balloon go in the park
0: yes first season because
1: they were trying <laughs> second, because she second. didn't get nominated for an emmy they were trying to give her like more her uh, character, more dramatic heft
3: since that's really the only her first thing season I was, was all about fucking the long guy right exactly
1: yeah. i mean her first season was just to be like the sassy one the sexy one, Ta- the sassy, yeah. sexy one who like
3: fucked the high school kid who was well, literally a thirty year old man. When you think about that, to fuck a high school kid is crazy. It's fully oh, yeah. crazy, and I literally can't <laughs> believe it happened on
0: that show. Bowen' um, favorite scene in all of television or film history. Favorite scene of um, in all of television, film, art, as I believe Pat said, or art, or literature, right, or literature. <laughs> um, Grey's Anatomy. I'm not. This is controversial season, season five. Ooh, I don't remember it. Oh my God. Sandra O oh comes home. I forget what the context was. It's it's not in the episode, it's in the performance and in the delivery of this one line. <laughs> she confronts Owen. Yes, just, I know this scene. She confronts Owen about something and she just like really, really like. Sto- Owen's already there, season five? Yeah. 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 So sto- oh, Owen All right. Sto- I'm stoically, about, oh. she just like. Late season five or early season six. I might be getting this wrong, but she stoically like takes him to task and then, Matt, you know this line. And then she yes. ends this. Like just delivers it, devoid of emotion. Then it all cracks at this last line. Yes, she goes, "Yes, and it you took will, a piece of me, me and, and that it
1: will never happen again." again. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra O. Oh, Goddess. Icon. Goddess. Icon. I love Television. Her. I love her. Screen.
0: Goddess. Uh, the fact that she never her. won an Emmy for Grey's Anatomy is a choice. Wait, can I say it means something? that Emmys should be canceled. Can I say something that really happened to me?
3: What? Um, there was a year. I, it was Sandra Oh's last year on Grey's. Yeah. Um, and it was one of her last... It was actually, I think, her last episode of Grey's. And she... Where she talks to Meredith. She he is kn- not the son. You, you are. are. <laughs> no, it was not even, that. I think she had an episode after that where she was the narrator of it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, it started with like her being like, who are you? How did you get, who are you? Where are you? How did you get here? And it was like, <laughs> those that. monologues. And, and it's like, how did, and it's like her, that's what you say to a patient to like let them like to see if they're oh, like yeah, cognizant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it like ends with her being like, who are you? Like, uh, where where are you? And it's like, it was so good. And I walked around New York City for a full like four months, telling people that I thought that that episode should have been nominated for an Emmy Award, an episode of season ten of Grace Anatomy. Oh
0: my God! It's, I mean, Sandra. She o-
3: didn't stop doing great work. She, I mean, no, she totally
1: no. could have hung it up, but she she kept doing great work till the very end. Oh <sighs> my God! Oh my God! Wait, no. no but, but there's just so even, many great to- Sandra Oh moments. Like, how about um, um, it's not difficult.
2: It's, it's unbearable, unbearable. <laughs>
1: wait when is oh that? oh my God, in the second season when
0: he's interviewing all them, no no, no, no,
2: this, no, no, this, no, no, this is no. season
1: season
0: four where she has to report that she fucked a oh, oppressive, uh, yes, Bird. yes, yes, here oh, it is right. a detailed
1: um uh report on my sexual history, satisfied, and they're like, we have to do this. It's like our job, like sorry, 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 and she's like, it's not difficult. <laughs> that's not difficult it's unbearable and then she, but oh, it's she, like attached to a whole monologue it's so good
0: part of that monologue she goes I am a f- a she-, oh, she goes oh my god so good um, I was his hand I was his hand and now I'm a ghost <laughs> the best the best <laughs>
1: and now I'm a ghost and the best is when for that I, I want to on she she my says, tombstone. When she, says, she goes I was the unseen hand to to his brilliance. And then she literally, a tear rolls down her face, and she looks away from the camera, and she goes, Excuse me. Excuse me. (laughs) And then she resumes the monologue, and, like, it's just, it's so so fine. It's so So fine. And also, never forget...
3: Somebody sedate me Wait, when is that? First season. Sure. Oh my god, Pat ones. Who are you? Who do you about, claim like, to like, be? Season one, season two, it's been a while. But also, um, remember that stint where it's like her and Mr. Feeney in Minnesota?
0: Mr. Feeney?
3: The guy who plays Mr. Feeney? Oh my god, no, I don't remember that. So she, remember, they take their boards, or whatever, not their board. like, they're, like, t- um, I think it's, yeah, their boards, the one that, the one that, ca- yeah, yeah, the fails, because she's fucking Jackson. Oh,
0: this is so, I, I it's stopped so watching late. at this point. Okay, well. Wait,
3: <laughs> can I just say, it would have been really
1: nice if Christina Yang, like, Meredith Grey's best friend, to, like, fly back from Europe to, like, check in on with her after her husband died. I know. And that's I my biggest know. problem, yeah. I think, with. Grey's Anatomy is like, they started it out with all these characters and we bought into the world and everything and then it's like, oh yeah, and then Izzy left and never came back because we don't like her. But also, like I'm Shonda Rhimes and let me just give Isaiah Washington a chance again because I don't really care though he said faggot. And I will save this for my I don't think so honey but, okay all right. and I want to say one
3: more thing attached to that is I want Addison to come back for one episode Addison Addison can not come back for totally one episode totally one of the best
1: characters she was the
0: best she was one of the best characters and no the
1: answer is no because Grey's Anatomy is a husk of its
0: former self right but oh my like God. Addison oh that entrance line her first line she
1: oh goes, what is it again hi you're sleeping with my husband oh, Right, right right oh my so my you're God. the woman that's sleeping with my husband
0: and you must be sleeping with my husband <laughs> yeah <laughs> <You> <laughs> and must must now be, are they
3: ever whenever anyone's like cheats with like truly since then whenever anyone like cheats on their like spouse everyone's like what Meredith did it and it's like it's well, not the same uh, <laughs> everyone always acts like it was like a oh, husband she lit didn't know I know Meredith lit didn't know she lit didn't know Mer- Meredith Mer- lit, lit didn't, didn't, didn't know. know and also she was Christina's person and, uh, one other thing I'll say that I meant you my say person. is when we talked about the OC the OC is an example of a shit that would be perfect if it's not remember they did they opened it up with the first six episodes like before like in August as mm-hmm. like a preview yes. those six episodes should have been like the whole series they should have ended it right then and It would have been perfect television.
0: I thought that the, I thought the full first season was finished. It was good,
1: but the that second was for season sex. is where it's fucking at. No. Grey's Anatomy? No, 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 the no. Oh, oh, the, the OC. I, I three back to OC. Oh, no, no, no. No. The, no, the first season was perfect, and then the f- literal first episode of season two was Marissa screaming and throwing that chair in the yeah. pool, and that's when you knew it was over. The
3: OC <laughs> uh, OC started with a six episode build up that ended with them coming out of Tijuana with Ryan carrying Marissa, and it had that my favorite moment of all of television, which is when um. <laughs> Which is when Ryan, I p- know oh, when, like the second episode or maybe the first where Luke punches Ryan in the face and says, welcome to the OC,
0: bitch. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, like the, yeah. the first episode. Yeah. I oh, always no. do that to people. The whole Oliver Trask. Oh, so nice. good. So good. So good. No, 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 thank you. The
1: New Year's kiss. Oh, come on. Ah, we thought Oliver was going to be good in the beginning and then all of a sudden he was fully crazy I remember it was like one of those Fox promos that were like next OC and it was like
2: (laughs) Oliver no the screen goes to
1: black and you hear a gunshot and it was like (laughs) oh my god he was
3: fine a second ago
1: yeah, exactly. he literally wasn't a mental case a second ago. Um, Let's move on to I don't think
0: so, honey.
3: Wait, okay. no, I Oh my more god, more I don't know like my I don't so, think so, honey. Last time I was people who came for Selena, but now no one's like really coming for her anymore. So I have to be true to that. <laughs> I mean, no one's coming for her because I think she's really sick, right? Isn't she not well? She's in rehab, I think. For like, she but
1: not for drugs. That, oh, I, oh, maybe. I think she might be in rehab for like her mental health.
3: Oh, um, sometimes they're connected sometimes i don't know i honestly don't know what's going on but i
1: think like. i literally read something was like they made a clarification they were like she's not going to rehab no, that's... for drink drugs and alcohol she's going to rehab
3: to work on her well-being if you're famous mm. you can be hospitalized for exhaustion yeah, that's, that's <laughs> true um all
1: right i have a good i don't think so honey i i actually i have two and i'm going to do 30 30
0: Thirty thirty. Okay. All right. This is this is. Are you gonna time me? I'll time you. Okay. All right. And then do I should I just end you at the first or what's the deal? Okay. No. You know what? I'm
1: I'm only gonna do one.
0: Okay. All right. All right. Ready. Uh, Great. Yep. Uh, Matt Rodgers, I don't think so, honey. Time starts now.
1: I don't think so, honey. Shonda
0: rhymes. And you know what?
1: I bet a lot of people are going to be very surprised to hear me come from Miss Shonda today because I obviously love her work. I obviously am a fan. Long-time fan. Long-time listener. First-time caller to you, honey, because I have a bone <laughs> to pick with you. And guess what? You might have thought you got away with this, but you didn't. How dare you? I don't think so, honey. Give Isaiah Washington a homophobe a second chance on your show and then constantly still drag Katherine Heigl in the media. You better... You better stop pretending to be all about women when, guess what, there was one woman out there who was a little outspoken and then she gets kicked off your show and you constantly drag her through the mud when you have no reason to. I don't think so, honey. Hosea Washington called T.R. Knight a faggot in the middle of the woods and you thought it would stay in the woods, honey. If a tree falls, maybe no one sees it. But if someone says faggot, they get punched out by Derek Shepard. And guess what? The media knows. And also, Shonda Rhimes hates gay people. There I said it. You might, just because one rim job on ABC does not make it okay to bring Isaiah Washington back I don't think so honey. that's
0: one minute oh my god <laughs> wow.
1: some people think if you lick a butt on primetime TV it mends all bridges you but think doesn't. Shonda Rhimes hates gay people I think that Shonda Rhimes um, uses us as props
3: but never I, I, why never a gay man in grades except for a one episode arc because Shonda Rhimes doesn't really, she didn't care about
1: gay people until she needed to break down a new frontier, and she's like, hmm, "What haven't I done yet?" Oh yeah, rim job. On when, I <laughs> had, she had, also, she I think she gay that, like, characters on Scandal. Oh, I don't watch. The, mm-hmm. Here's the deal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate Chandra Rhymes, and I'm like pumpin- <laughs> memories- I'm pumping this full of air because like whatever. No, but okay. I will say that like it's not acceptable that she gave Isaiah Washington a second chance like that, and be like, oh well, it was to wrap up this character and this relationship, and it was like fuck that because there's never been more like plot lines hanging than with the. Izzy character not returning I mean There's so much Investment in that character early on she became A lead of that show right, and then for Her to just go away in that way like Literally they should have just right. killed the character off I mean we
3: all know that famous long At the end of season two. two Two. But and that did make her lead But I think that for us to, for it to be Equal we need to see Alex leave the show I mean To see what she does for that because If Alex left the show and she didn't Bring Izzy back then it would be the same but she, if she, if her defense is because she wanted to wrap up all these strings of Christina and she like owed it to that character, then I think we need to see Alex leave. If that makes sense.
2: Isaiah so.
1: Washington called T R Knight a faggot, and then he said the word faggot again, like in the press room at the Emmys, and like it just was <laughs> ugly. And he's a homophobe. No, I and, like, agree. Why did she give him a second chance? I don't understand. And then drag Katherine Heigl in the media like as if she hasn't been drug enough. Like I don't think she's that bad of a person. Like give me a
3: break. No, do I? And she's in. What is she in right now? She the cat was commercial. in.
1: She's in a CBS show with Laverne Cox. I don't really know.
2: Mm.
1: And also, I'll I'll never forget like when that all happened. Katherine Heigl was out there toward the press, being like this is really upsetting me, the fact that he said this and he shouldn't be speaking in public and, like, I will defend TR Knight till my dying day. Like, that's my really good friend. And I'm like, wow, that's really cool and exciting that she, like, had his back and that's her friend and everything and she wasn't afraid to say anything. But she doesn't get any accolades for that. She only gets shit for the stuff that she said. Like, for example, with calling out Knocked Up for a little bit of a sexism, which I'm sorry, but watch the movie like it is a little bit sexist. Like, <clears throat> sure, like whatever, but like I, I think it was like kind of anti-feminist of like the everyone involved, the Katherine Heigl thing. I think it's a, really kind of a shame. Yeah, totally. and I don't think so, honey. Okay, all okay, right. Wow, um,
3: Wait, I can think of mine. I'm really nervous, Bo, That's yeah, okay. But... I'll go next. Okay,
0: great. Um, my I don't think so, honey. Matt, you want to keep an eye on the on the clock for me? Yes. Bone Yang's I don't think so,
1: honey. Starts. Mm. okay I'm sorry can we start that again (laughs) because
0: you did not say the word now (laughs) I just thought like it was intuitive Uh, sorry it wasn't okay you ready Starts now. I don't think so, honey. Oh my People God. at Shanghai Disneyland who cut the lines, especially at rides like Soren over the world, over the landmarks of the world, when, when it's a three hour wait, mama. People in China do have, have no sense of decorum in waiting and, and waiting in lines, respecting the queue. They cut, they cut, they cut. They snake through the sardine packed lines. The 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 little maze of of whatever people that are just trying to get on fucking Tron light cycle run. They say I have to. They get excuse me, excuse me. I have to meet my my parents who are uh, waiting for me up front. Bullshit! You have your parents here with you. You're there alone because look, it's a one child only policy. You're there. You you're used to being alone. And I, I I see right through you, honey. I don't like this 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 disregard for uh, the basic rules of society, honey. China. You are a farce of a country. I'm ashamed to be from,
1: I'm ashamed to be from China. That's one minute. Ooh, wow. Wow. yang is ashamed to be from China. You wow. heard it here live on last wow. Polteristas. Maybe That's not live. He- that was a
3: heavy. I don't think so, honey. That was, <laughs> they yeah. both have been pretty heavy. They so both far. been, heavy. been wow. heavy. No, yeah. Then that, that oh, opens the,
1: the reflection of our moods. Bowen is going through something right now. And What's it's wrong? And it's uh, Bowen's birthday. Are you just tired?
0: I'm tired, and I'm like, yeah, this is an adjustment week, and like, I'm just having to right. to consider a lot. What's you know? adjustment week?
1: What's going on? You got back from China. I just got back oh, from China. Oh, okay, Less okay. Didn't you okay. hear? I don't think
0: so, honey.
2: Yeah. Okay, so
1: now <laughs> I just hope there's not something really wrong. What do you suspect? Is Mercury in retrograde or is that the excuse that I always make but I want to save you but I can only save myself. That's a shitty song from the second half of Prism by Katy Perry. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to give Pat more time to think. Okay, now I have. Now that I realize it doesn't
3: have to be about necessarily pop
0: cults but like just about the you can do anything that upsets you. Anything. Totally. Okay. All right, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll give you the time, Pat. <clears throat> this is Pat Regans I don't think so honey Time starts now I don't think so honey
3: About people Who shame me About um posting on social Like too much Or about like Ever being on your phone Ever Because people act like If you're in a conversation With them That you have to Have to have to Be engaged But how about you Like engage me And you know what I mean Like <laughs> I have my phone And like let's not Ever guilt anyone For being on our phones When we all do it Like I don't care If I'm staying On the subway steps And you need to like Sidestep for a second Because guess what Can we all just like Take a deep breath And not roll our eyes Quite so hard at each other For being On our phones And secondly I will always post My truth on social media On facebook.com On twitter.com No matter what And I will do that I will post every single thought That ever enters Into my head And I have a right to do that And for those of you Who do not post Every thought that comes Into your head Well then I feel Truly sorry for you That you're so ashamed And embarrassed Or that you don't have Thoughts that are Interesting enough (laughs) To post And honestly I will never Not once ever again Feel badly For speaking my truth Because I used to do that And guess what It almost Killed me.
1: Is this going to be what saves you?
3: Yes.
1: (laughs) That's
0: one minute. Yeah, beautiful. That was wonderful. Oh,
3: God. What a fun episode. (laughs) And the last thing that I'll say is I truly love Laguna Beach. Guys, you can catch Pat Regan
1: when he returns to Lloyd Nights someday. Um, You can also catch him on Twitter at P.O. Regan. And it's really... Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. I knew <laughs> it. it. He's my favorite little present. Oh, I like God, God I you Pat, guys. I will say full disclosure to the listeners.
0: I was, I, I, I came into this episode a little flustered because Pat had a hard time finding the building. Well, no, that's and not I had true to, necessarily. To, but I had to go outside. I had to go outside <laughs> and try not to find true, Pat. Bam. We just missed each other. Pat went into the wrong
3: building. That's not true, bam. <laughs>
1: But, well, Bowen, I have to say you're commended for doing like a really good job of hiding that. But no, look, but, <laughs> but,
0: but, 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 but we've come a long way since since that oh, happened. Oh, totally.
2: Yeah.
3: And I want to say too that my maps on my phone said that 250 Mercer was up over Waverly, and it's in fact several blocks below that. Absolutely. And then I want to say that the, the man inside this building directed me to the wrong elevator shaft, and I went up to the wrong pillar. But that is where I met my husband a hot man who told me where to find the B-building.
1: And what, how did they tell you that you would do sexually in
3: Europe? <laughs> he didn't mention. Pat, what's the last thing you'll say? I truly love Laguna Beach. And can we talk about Nicolette? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you, guys. Last Call Reason, I'm Matt Rogers. And I'm Bowen Yang. And that was Pat Regan, our guest. Thank you forever, dog. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.
2: Yay!
0: This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com.